Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Lynn Thomas. You can read it on the Teachers on Fire magazine on Medium or on Lynn's blog located at wordsgrow.com. You can also connect with Lynn on Twitter at TomLynn101 or on Instagram at ThomasHousehold101. Now, here is Lynn's blog post, Remote Learning. Am I doing it right? Remote learning. Am I doing it right? Teaching remotely has, out of necessity, become the uneasy norm at the moment. I say uneasy because its implementation has been foisted as opposed to eased into with discussion, training, and professional development guidelines and the like. The transition for me has been nuanced. It's not been as difficult as it might have been, yet I still find myself feeling in limbo, for lack of a better term. It's like feeling like I can't remember why I walked in the room and then not recognizing the room. My unsettled disposition is, I have found in talking to many colleagues, one that resonates with many. The times I feel confident and capable I owe to my comfort level with educational technology and also in no small part to the fact that my children are all over 18, thus eliminating the juggling of many of my colleagues are doing. I've used a blended learning model in my classes for a number of years and experimented with a variety of platforms, Brightspace D2L, OneNote Class Notebook, Microsoft Teams, so I was prepared for moving to an online platform. Most of my class content is already there, yet I still needed to adjust. The workflow I used in my blended learning face-to-face class was not a remote-friendly model. Thankfully, I was able to draw my background and experience to work around the workflow difficulty. In a blended learning situation, I rarely used the newsfeed in Brightspace or Teams. I made announcements live in class. Now, the newsfeed is my hub. I post a succinct lesson outline for my students in the feed once a week. Everything they need to do with timings about how long they should spend on each item is linked to that post. So my students don't have to struggle looking for the right section and content or the right drop box, etc. I also include a short video just to say hi. I try not to make my content rely on video a lot due to internet connectivity and availability issues in my rural area. Many of my students have limited data and weak connections, so videos are not very user-friendly. I teach high school, so posting once a week is preferred by my students. Many of them work, and since the school shutdown, many are working full-time hours because they're in essential services like grocery stores or farms. Having a full outline for the week allows them to plan their schedule to suit their needs. This is also why I don't try to have synchronous classes. 
Many of my students would be excluded due to internet problems and others would be working. I do have optional check-ins and students who are able join for a short chat. The feedback they've given me has been very informative and reinforces the way I've organized my workflow. I've also been able to survey my class using Microsoft Forms to aid in future planning. I've always been able to post short videos to boost student well-being, like the one from We Wellbeing COVID-19 Toolkit. Uh, they have a wide variety of resources readily available for uh, supporting all students' mental well-being. The two considerations that are top of my mind when I'm putting together my plans for remote learning are first, social-emotional learning and well-being, and second, accessibility. I read on Twitter at the onset of moving to online to plan your lessons, cut the plan in half, then cut it in half again. That advice has stuck with me and I've worked at paring down everything to its essential parts. Some of the activities I do face-to-face, -face, like student presentations or group work, are doable online. But just because it's doable doesn't mean we should do it. Requiring students to try and do group work during isolation can't be done without a great deal of stress for many students, not to mention the accessibility issues it creates for others. So why do it? I know how disjointed and, well, odd I feel most days. So I imagine students are too, or maybe worse. My chief job right now is not to teach curriculum. It's to teach students. And looking out for their well-being is the biggest part of that. This is why I pare everything down and look at it all through the lens of, will this add undue stress to my students? Or, will this create accessibility issues for my students, and therefore cause undue stress? These questions have guided me in selecting what I do, how much I assign, and the way that I present the information. Serendipitously, this approach has meant that I've eased my own stress and supported my own well-being by reducing any nagging feelings I may have about whether I'm doing this right. Because as long as I'm taking my students' well-being into account, it can only be right. You just heard Remote Learning, Am I Doing It Right? A post written and read by Lynn Thomas. You'll find this article on Lynn's blog located at wordsgrow.com and on the Teachers on Fire magazine on medium.com. If you're listening to this podcast on a mobile app, you'll also find a direct link to her blog post in the show notes. You can also connect with Lynn on Twitter at TomLynn101 or on Instagram at ThomasHousehold101. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at Teacher underscore blogs. This podcast is created entirely using phones and the Anchor app, which is free, proving that you too can start podcasting today with no money in and no special equipment needed. If you have any questions about how to get started, feel free to pass them along and I'll do my best to help. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast. Take care and stay safe.